in good company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So Lisa and I have just come off the back of going through our interview process for the mastermind and the idea of investing in yourself became really apparent to me through the process. There are people who quite easily invest in themselves and there are people who uh, feel a lot of resistance to it. And so I thought it could be a cool topic for us to jam on because Lisa and I invest in ourselves in different ways. And so, yeah, let's just chat about the way – the I, I feel like often what happens is people – get this idea of the way that they should invest in themselves. Maybe they they must invest in uh, one-on-one coaching or they must invest in a group program or they must invest their money this way or that way. So I just wanted to explore the ways that we do invest in ourselves, in our personal, our business development and um, and in our health. So Lisa, let's start with you. What are the ways that you currently invest in yourself? Well, I mean, there's there's big ticket things that I pay for and then there's, you know, the absolutely free, make me feel good every day, getting me closer to that word, those words that I'm focused on this year, which are harmony and inspired. So, um, obviously, I do invest in a mastermind. I find it m- massively, like, <laughs> there, I just... I grow every time I see people post stuff, when I go to the retreats, you know, transformation after transformation. It's the best investment I make in myself, I I think. Um, And then there's also times in which, like, I've done very few online programs. I'm not an online program person, uh, but there's a few that I have invested in that I've taken really seriously and gotten a lot out of. And that's kind of the business side. But really, I, I think having good friends that are in the same space, making time to talk things out, uh, making time, like creating white space in my own life so that I can just contemplate is an investment in myself. Rest is an investment. Oh, my God, what took me so long <laughs> to realize that um but also um moving my body is an investment choosing great foods is an investment and you know one of the really simple things you know the nights when you think oh what am i going to do i've got a free night i could just sit and watch um nashville new nashville episodes which i found out about which is pretty excited uh and that is that can be an investment in downtime, but I could also really simply just read a few chapters of a book and that would feel like a completely different investment. But as long as I'm doing things that serve me, that's an investment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I mean, this is the whole thing. I think sometimes we think the investments need to be huge, big financial investments but really the biggest Mm. investment you can make is into yourself and for me I've worked with coaches before I've been in masterminds before not the huge James Wedmore style ones but um, but I have had experience with both and I feel like with the in the coaching space for me I 
I find people to help me when I push up against stuff rather than mm. invest in a long-term process. And so for me right now, I guess my investments are in singing lessons, which sounds totally weird because it's not really related to business and it's totally related to business. The thing, the skills that I'm learning there are in, you know, is how to be, how to show up as all of me, bring all of me to, um, you know, to, to a creation, whether that is, and in this particular case, it's singing a song. But, um, but that translates to all areas of my life, being able to show up as all of me without worrying about the judgment, being present in what I'm doing. Those are the kind of skills that transfer outside. And, and that's where I want to grow. I want to grow my business, but I also know that in order to grow my business, I need to grow personally. So for me, it's, um, singing lessons and I'm working with a kinesiologist at the moment to help me move through that stuff. We've both worked with theta healers before. Mm-hmm. Um, you had your chiro kinesiology. I know oh, kinesiology best. is seriously the best. It's the best. It's, it is. It oh. is the best. And I've, you know, I've tried all different types of modalities and, um, you know, and, and so those are the ways that I, I choose to invest in me. And I know that when I invest in me, the on-flow effect is that I invest in my business. But there are other ways that I also invest in my business, and that is with people to help me, right? Like we both do this. 100% outsourcing, huge. And and that is a personal investment um, in yeah. giving yourself more time. But it's also a business investment because there's a lot of people out there who can do stuff way better than me. And... Um, and having that just the, like my business growth has been such that, you know, I realize I'm the bottleneck in so many areas in my business. And if I can clear those bottlenecks, the business itself can grow more. And flow. So, yes. But, I, I mean, right now, I uh, like a lot of KGC listeners would have heard the James Wedmore podcast episode we did, um, the, the interview, and he mentioned a guy called Jim Fortin. And uh, James was introduced to some concepts by Jim that he has shared um, with us in the Mastermind and all throughout his his podcast and, and business, really. It's been very transformative. So I've just invested in doing a 13-week um, transformational coaching program with him because I wanted to learn more about brains and thoughts and like it's where I am right now I am ready for this message I am ready to learn it but the best thing is is that when I invest in that when I invest in those things in myself so I have a community of um of women you know the small steps community who I need to keep growing for I don't need to I want to keep growing for so my investments in myself have I feel like have these spin-off effects in hundreds of different lives and uh, that really spurs me on to keep keep investing in me because whatever I can pass on to them it's like this ripple effect of transformation and um, you know I went through big stages of learning lots about food. And, sh- and, and you know, when I was doing all that learning, 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 and I just wanted to share, share, share with everyone, and now all of that learning's kind of packaged up into, into great programs. Um, but now, like, this is where my learning is, and 
I want to be able to create awesome stuff to help other people. And I know to do that, I need to learn some things. And it's exactly the same with the marketing side of stuff. And, you know, what's happening on on lisacordoff.com and, you know, the ideas that I've got over there to help just people who feel really great about their businesses, but have no idea or no concept of marketing. Like, I need to, I need to be investing in my own learning about that stuff and keeping relevant and keeping, keep exploring in my own life in order to be able to teach that stuff. So if we want to be teachers, I don't think there's ever any resting. Like I think there's always investment. There's always a new book to read or a podcast to listen to that can just add to that bank of knowledge that then you share with your communities. So, um, but then also, you know, doing this stuff with Jim, it will transform how I parent. It will transform my marriage. It'll transform the type of things that we can talk about, you know. Um, and I really do recognize that it all is happening. Whatever happens on the inside, everything around me is a direct reflection of what's going on for me from the inside. And that took me a long time to get because I thought I just needed the next strategy or I needed um, to work out like, you know, the secrets or something. But now I've worked out that you can be doing all of that stuff. But if you're not actually working on you, then then really nothing changes. Yeah, totally. So that's – and you know what? Like that's a – you know, we say we, you can't skip steps. You have to get to a point where you know that for yourself. And that's the cool thing about the people in this year's mastermind is that they've they've taken themselves far. Like, you know, you can hear like the, the willingness to invest. They know because of all the work that they've done that that was exactly the opportunity that they needed for this year for their growth. Yeah. Because, you know, you're really saying yes to yourself, right? Like you, when you, yeah. when you're saying yes to a mastermind or a, a program or kinesiology or whatever it is, what you're, what you're saying is yes to yourself. So I've got a question for you, Lisa. How, how do you decide what you invest financially in and what you don't? Um, I think about how it makes me feel. I, I'm very discerning when it comes to teachers. So uh, I guess I have a bullshit meter. Um, people have to prove themselves to me before I think I will want their stuff. So I knew James was my person and I had never bought anything from him before. Nothing. What made him your person? <laughs> what do you think it was that, that made him... Made him legit think, to you. And I think, well, this is the thing. It's it's the not skipping step. So I invested in a mastermind in 2015 mm-hmm. and the person who ran that mastermind came from, was a female, but came from a very masculine sort of standpoint. I remember saying, this launch is really struggling. I'm like, I'm really struggling with this launch. I'm feeling a bit down. I need to get my head back into gear. Like, what have you got? Like, how can you kind of, what do you do to get back on track? And she sent me a YouTube video of some um, black American preacher preaching something at church. I was like, this is so awkwardly weird. 
what what is it was like she googled how to feel good or something like she had, she had nothing she had nothing she's like oh this this will be really helpful i'm like that was just Weird. It's like handing and- someone, you know, when, when you were saying that, I was thinking about that video, which does give me goosebumps. I think what she was trying to do was to give you a video that would motivate you, like Kid President or, you know, or like um, uh, one that does it for me is that Oprah video when she's have- celebrating her whatever it was season and and, and Black Eyed Peas come on stage and everybody does oh. the flash dance. Oh, my God, it just gives me yeah. goosebumps and it's like, yes, now I'm pumped and ready to go. But sometimes, like, just watching a short inspirational video <laughs> is not <laughs> at all what you it need. Just- <laughs> and, and, you know, the Facebook group wasn't active at all and she kind of sold it on the back of who was in the group. Um, yeah, and right. And I just, there was just, uh, so I learnt lessons through my investment with that. And it was really, I mean, I'd known James for a while. I'd watched some of his webinars. He's the He was the YouTube guy and I'm interested in online video. So I'd just kind of keep an eye on He was on my radar, but it was really the um, Mind Your Business podcast, like listening to his podcast episodes that I was like, oh, man, you know, yes, you took my language. You've got this perfect um, masculine and feminine traits I like that you feel free and able and want to talk about the inside stuff and the woo stuff like I could just tell he was on his own personal journey with it and I wanted access to that I wanted access to someone who was more I guess spiritually aware or understood all of that stuff but is a ninja online strategist, has a great business that he's built up over the years um, and I trusted him. There was something in him that I just resonated with and trusted. And you know what? At the to- At that time, I needed something for me. I was like, this feels really scary and I need something scary. I need to jump. I need a leap here. I I felt a bit bored of some of the conversations that I was having in the Aussie groups and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, who who's who's going to take me there? Like, who can I really like? And his promise was about a breakthrough year, and he didn't make any promises about what that would actually be. And uh. But I felt like I was ready for that. I'm like, I'm ready to bust through. I know that there's shit that's holding me back and it's all in my own head. I need to be, I want to be a part of a group that is all about online business and how to grow one, but who also gets that, you know, we're human beings. Yeah. And I guess at the time it, you know, maybe at the time you saw it as an investment in James to get you somewhere, but I'm pretty sure you very quickly realized it was an investment in you. (laughs) I, you know what, I, he pretty much, I, I was pretty cross after that first call because I was like, I'm investing in you and he's all, all like, you've got the answers, what do you need to let go of, um, this is not about me, this group, this is all, and I'm like, what the, what, I thought you were going to facilitate my breakthrough, like you, you're, the, you're the guy, you, you, you said, and I learned a lot about what masterminds really are. I learned a lot about how to ask for what I needed. I learned a lot about um, 
the power and strength in community and and groups and how to lean in. And ultimately, that year was a huge breakthrough year for me uh, that culminated in me. It wasn't necessarily a breakthrough year for my actual business, but being a part of that group, uh, having James's guidance in, in certain moments led him to trust me in that those final moments of 2017 when, you know, all hell was breaking loose, shingles and, you know, like my body was giving up on me for him to just give me some really cold, hard truths um, that he was like, I'm just going to put them there. I think she's ready for this. And I took them and I've basically changed how I think and behave. Like it's ridiculous and so exciting. But the breakthrough wasn't the in thing, like right. that, that. This is what it's about, though, right? It's it's not about what somebody else can can take you. It's about how you can change your own feelings and thoughts and behaviors. Because you can invest in ten million people to help get you there, but yes. you are the person responsible for getting you there, not anybody else. Hundred percent. And I used to say, "Thank you so much for this." It's like you're the one who asked. It's not got nothing to do with me. Like you, you know? Yeah. And and I think that's that's the investment that we make when we choose growth, when we choose this might hurt, but I need this. It's so easy to stay safe and, and bitch about things not working and um, looking at other people and seeing that things are happening for them. But if you're not... If you, if you don't invest in yourself at all in any ways, well, then why would you expect a return? Mm. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be huge financial commitments, small commitments. Like what, what you know, what I saw, um, well, when we jumped on the calls, uh, there was one particular beautiful woman who I just had the feeling that had, you know, she wasn't investing in herself at all. At all. And at all not carving out free time for herself, not even probably, you know, buying some books. Like she, she was, she was all about her family and her duty and her responsibility. And I get that. I totally get that. And, you know, and we had had the tough conversation. I kind of called her out on it. It was a bit awkward, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also, but also, um, you know, like, yeah, like the investment doesn't – and by the way, like like I had said to her, there was no judgment from me whether or not she invested in our program. We – like, I am not a hard sell person. It has to be a hell yes or it's a no, right? So, so from her perspective, uh, I just wanted her to invest in herself in some way, some way that made her feel good. And so – and I'm pretty sure she will. So, fingers crossed that'll happen. But this is the whole key, right? Like it doesn't have to be a 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 gram program or even a two gram program or even a $500 program. It just has to be you putting yourself and your personal development and growth at the forefront. And you know what? It's also okay for there, for there to be times when you're like, well, enough with the personal growth. Um, and, but then I think about you and your beach walks. Like that is an investment that Absolutely. you make every day in your mental health and productivity and all those sorts of things. Costs you nothing, makes you feel awesome. Investment. Yeah. Done. And I feel like, like I feel like there's a, there's a lot of, you know, people for me, even me. 
I've had moments where I've been like, oh, I wish I could invest in that, but I can't afford it. And I've, I totally get that. But we don't need to necessarily to be even investing financially in things if we're not like it has to start with us investing in ourselves in that kind of way, in that creating space, in that, you know, um, you know, all that kind of jazz first. Do you know what it's probably got to do with as well is commitment. Yes, commitment. Yes. Yes. You know, this is the thing is uh, if we're not committed, then we – so you, you could do – you could know your beach walks really make you feel good and then just never do them. Mm. So and we've all if, done shit like that, right? Like, oh my god, that is the most. That is the issue around food. That is yeah. the issue around like exercise or any new sort of habit forming regimes. If the commitment is lacking, if you just really aren't committed to it, and I think sometimes that comes in with businesses too. Yeah, you know, if you've if you've got a sweet ass, um, you know like part-time job that pays you like a full-time job would and everything's a bit cushy or whatever, then you will just kind of plot along. You're probably not as committed as someone who is on Centrelink and, you know, needs to um, needs to bring money in desperately. You know, it's a different level of commitment and I think results reflect commitment. Yeah, I mean – that kind of situation puts a fire under your butt. So you, I feel like there's, there's, there's a fine line there too, though, right? Because it's like sometimes it can put a fire into your butt and, or under your butt and get you moving. But sometimes it can also strike a level of fear in you that then makes you sabotage your own success. So I know when I've been in situations where I've been fi- financially destitute, that that fear and that feeling of being always at zero, always at zero, cash flow not working, oh, what's going on here? Like all of that stuff is not helpful. <laughs> but mm. but a fire under the butt can be helpful. It just depends. Like, you know, that it's that conundrum. There's always like a flip side to everything. Anyway, that was a side tangent. But, you know, yes, it is about commitment. And if you're committed to making something work and you're like my bed making thing, such a small mm. thing. Mm. But an investment in me. But it's also about, um, you know, we, we sometimes make the financial investment, but we're not actually in. Oh, so I've we done don't that finish. so many times. Yes. Yeah, so if you, if you don't, like it's really interesting watching how Jim tries to encourage that commitment to the program because he understands all this stuff from the very start and he's just drilling it into you. And it's like, wow, I do not show up in all areas of my life to get the most out of this for me, like buying books. I'll get through the first three chapters, have a bit of a nugget of gold in there and be like, done. Next. And then, yeah, next, got it. Uh, Whereas, you know, investment and being committed to what that is going to teach me would involve reading it, probably reading it twice, and then 
actually applying yeah. some of the things that you learn. You know, that's really where where things and so we could probably all just slow the frig down mm. on all the podcasts we listen to, the blog posts, the um, online courses, all that sort of stuff. If we just narrow down who we're listening to, apply some of that stuff. Yeah, like figuring out what apply. we're committed to. Like what are yes, we committed commi- to? Mm. Yeah. And this is the other thing, though. In 2016, I did not invest in a mastermind or any type of coaching or anything like that because my my investment was in how to work out, like to work out if I could have a family and a business. And until I could kind of get that shit sorted, nothing else was going to happen. Um, I pulled back, right back on everything because I chose where to focus my attention. Um, the business just still had a great year uh, and I got things back on track. I made some big decisions around how I parent and um, all of that kind of stuff that made a huge difference. Yeah. That was the most investment I could have made that year. But then by the end, I was like, all right, let's ramp this baby up. I'm, I've got things sorted on the home front. I'm ready. Yeah, and I think like – when you're investing in someone else, not to, for them to be the transport, the transportation to where you want to go, right? So it's like when you, when you're choosing who to work with, when you're choosing, you know, I signed up for Marie Folio's B school in 2012 or 2013, whenever the hell it was, because I was in a, just a spot of desperation and I just needed somebody to save me from it. And I thought she was going to be the savior. Of course she wasn't and she was in some ways, mm. you know, but so when I make my decisions, I make sure that they're coming from that space, from that space of, am I handing my power over to this person to take me somewhere or am I, mm. am I invested in myself in this process? Mm. Mm. It comes back to responsibility, taking 100% responsibility for what's happening around you. Um, for your results, good or bad, like once you take responsibility, then it's it's on you. Like there's no magic pill. Um, and I love learning new strategies. I love, um, you know, getting experimental and kind of shifting. You know, sometimes I think I invest in like the the biggest invest. The biggest thing that I get out of the mastermind is that it explodes my thinking of what's possible. Yeah, and that's what I need help with sometimes to see the bigger picture. I get caught up in the day to day and the tasks, and um you know, looking at the monthly revenue or, you know, this quarter or whatever. I've only really just started to do that since Nick's organising the finance <laughs> again. Um, but that's that's sort of where well, it used to just be like, what do I need to earn to be able to pay everyone on the team and have some money left over for Facebook ads for the next launch? Whereas now I'm like, what do I really want this to be? This is – and – being surrounded by examples of what's possible and um, and people who think at a different kind of level. Like, you know, you can see that they've moved through certain things um, and it's just that to me is one of the best investments I can make because I know I'm only limited by my um, my thoughts of what's possible. So that 
you know. Yeah, anything. so we're really working on the same things, at, you know, but in slightly, I guess, different um, wording, if nothing else, semantics really. Because for me, uh, with my investments in, in singing and in kinesiology and uh, all those kind of ways that I invest in myself, I, what I'm doing is learning about where I'm getting in my own way. It's about moving through my mm. own self-imposed mm-hmm. limitations. And for you, mm-hmm. that involves seeing your, seeing what is possible on a much broader, um, you know, landscape than currently. And for me, it's removing the things that are tying me down. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess for me, when I see the big picture, when I really picture that, I also can really clearly see my stories that are stopping me yeah. um, really yeah, going for Yeah, because there's no it. way to find it. out what those stories are um, but to take action on them. Like to Correct. take, you know, then, then it all comes up. Oh, my God, that sick feeling in your throat and, yeah. you know, all those Burning things. Burning in the tummy, yeah. Yeah, Random tears. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's just normal. Yeah. I just think everyone should think about the investments they make in, in themselves, but also this, that, um, you know, that saying you are where your attention is. If we're focused on all the ways in which we are adding to our lives, then even if they're the tiny little things, then I just think that that has a spin-off effect because I love myself sick when I know I'm doing something for me. It makes me feel like, it makes me feel filled up so I can give more to the people around me, especially my family. When I know there's little things that I'm doing for me, I just, I walk differently, I talk differently and they feel it. And it's like a win for everyone. So that I guess maybe that's the takeaway from this episode. Think about the ways that you're investing in yourself because you are. And if you're not, then this is a call to action to find some really easy ways to do it because um, you're listening to this because you probably want to grow. And I just really want to honour you, right? Because if you're here listening to this podcast, you are investing in yourself so what more could you do? And and also on the I can't afford this, I've never had an investment let me down in terms of costing me more than I've received in return. If you want to tell us what you're going to invest in or how you're going to invest in yourself, we would love to hear about it in the Keeping Good Company Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah, we love to hear that what you want to hear about and um, and what you thought of the episode. We basically do it so you tell us that we're amazing. <laughs> Hashtag worthiness. <laughs> Until next week. Bye. Thanks for sticking around. See you next Monday. Remember to subscribe and keep good company.